Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Kids' Corner. And I have a feeling that Mr. Jacobs' radio is going to be switched on. And we'll all get to join our friends on the Kids' Corner. There's sure to be programs, songs, and tons of fun. So get ready. There's no telling what kinds of adventure and lessons are in store on this week's Kids' Corner. Well, here we go. This week in Dr. Diabolical's Almanac of Maniacs. The Twist in Time. Golly, Kyle! Thanks for inviting me out to go fishing with you. Oh, shucks, Petey. I'm hoping to catch a whopper. Who's ever heard of fishing for hamburgers? <laughs> That's a good one. Come on, let's get a move on. The early bird gets the worm. But, Kyle, I already have worms. We're going fishing, after all. Say, look at that thing in the river. What is it? I don't know. It looks like a machine or something. Let me wait out and get it. Bring it to shore. Almost there. Gee whiz. What do you think it is, Kyle? It's got to be something scientific. All these lights and knobs have to be part of a big experiment. Do you suppose it's got some something to do with radiation? One way to find out. I wonder what this button does. that? I don't know. Sounded like a theremin. Is it just me, or did those trees grow all of a sudden? Hey, you're right. And the new bridge got really rusty, too. It must be the radiation. Hey, you two. You can't fish here. This is private property. Sorry, miss. We didn't know. Kyle, look at her clothes. They're really weird. Look who's talking. You guys look like you stepped out of a history book. My mom just bought this coat last week. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. What are your names? I'm Kyle, and this is Petey. <gasps> Kyle and Petey? The two lost boys? Lost? Yeah, I can't believe it's you. It's really you. Whoa, lady, calm down. Guys, it's me, Tabitha Wilson, 406 Applecourt Lane. No, you aren't. Tabitha's littler than me. You're a grown-up. Petey, you don't, you don't think. That she's crazy? Yeah, I do. No. This, this thing we found, it could be a time machine. Have Kyle and Petey been transported through time? Is this woman really who she says she is? Will the whole episode of the Kids' Corner be this cheesy? Find out right after this. And here's another box of records, Lionel. Wow. When you said you had a few vinyls for me to convert for you, I can't say I was expecting a couple boxes worth. Is it too much? Oh, no, Tabitha. Though it's going to take me a little longer than I was thinking. That's fine. I'm not in too big of a rush. Hey, Pete. What's going on here? Hi, Kyle. Miss Tabitha and Mr. Jacobs are doing stuff with these. Oh, old records, huh? How? How did you know what they were? I watch old movies. Besides, Artie and I went with his brother to a store where they have all sorts of these things. Vinyl's coming back, my friend. So, any good ones here? I don't know. They had some old radio show ones. Radio shows? Like what? I can't remember the names. A lot of mystery, science fiction, stories about weird stuff. Cool. Kind of. The acting was... different. Aw, you know what they say. It was another time. Sure. So, what's going on with you? Oh, you know, just looking to kill some time. Homework was light this week, so I guess I'm going to have a lot of free time. 
Yeah, me too. So, what you want to do? I don't know. We could draw, read comic books, build something. Hmm. I think I'd prefer doing something that took less effort than all that. We could listen to these records. Yeah, that still sounds like it could take some effort. Listen to the radio? Now you're talking. I'll start it up. Are you guys still going through these vinyls? I was just finishing the sorting, Kyle. If Mr. Jacobs is going to be copying them for me, I want to make sure the most important ones get on there first. That makes sense, I guess. So, what exactly are you doing with these old records, Mr. Jacobs? Well, Peter, Miss Tabitha's asked me to put all these recordings on these records into a computer disc. I got this portable drive, and I'm going to use my computer to record each one of these vinyls and save the recordings on here. I don't get it. How are all of these big records going to fit in that little box? It's the magic of technology, Pete. Things are getting better and better and smaller and smaller. Mm, that's pretty much it. So how much will I owe you? Mm, I think the hard drive cost me $50, so that should cover it all. Come on, Lionel. We talked about this. Your time is valuable. How much do you think is fair? It's not a problem, Tabitha. I insist. Wait. I think I missed something. What's going on? What do you mean? You and Mr. Jacobs? What are you talking about? I was paying Mr. Jacobs for helping me. Oh, it sounded like you were trying to buy time from him. <laughs> I guess it did sound like that, didn't it, Peter? Yeah, I, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Isn't that just a saying? Buying time? It means distracting someone so you can get something done before they notice, right? <laughs> well, that is a way to use the phrase, Kyle. But in many jobs, a person gets paid for the amount of time that they work. In a way, you could think of it like selling your time. That makes sense. Instead of using your time doing what you want to do, you can sell it to someone else to do what they want you to do. Exactly. And just like everything else we have in life, all the time we have comes from God, and He expects us to use it wisely. Kind of like it says in Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. I was thinking more like Matthew 25. Ah, yes, the talents parable. Talents parable? It's a famous story that Jesus told, and I might have a drama script about it. Famous, huh? Do I know this story? Shh! Let him go get the script. <laughs> Be right back. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the seaworthy drama, The Two Shipmates, an adapted biblical parable about responsibility. Once upon the briny sea, there sailed a pirate captain and his crew. Avast, the army swabs! We be looking for the finest of swag. If anyone gets in our way, they can walk the plank. Ha ha! The captain was cunning, fearsome, and all around not a nice guy. You don't get to be captain by playing all friendly like. One day, the captain came to a realization. With only one ship, I can only sack and pillage in one place at a time. If I'm in Trinidad, then I can't waylay the trade ships in San Juan. If I'm in Tortuga, then I can't raid Port Royal. And so he called two of his most trusted shipmates to his cabin. Once they had arrived, he explained the situation. Aye, Captain, that is a bummer. But what can we do? There's no way we can be everywhere at once. No ship can. That's why we won't be using just one ship. I'm giving each of you a ship and you will sail this Spanish main under my flag, taking booty. 
dodging blockades. And at this time next year, we'll get back together and share the wealth. And so it was. The two shipmates were given their smaller vessels and they set off to seek their fortune. A year later, the three pirates met in Dead Man's Cove to share the wealth and tales of their exploits. All right, lads. Who's gone first? I will. Captain, when you sent me off to sea, you hadn't given me much to work with. It was a small ship with a motley crew and barely a piece of eight between the lot of us. Aye, and what did you do about it? I sailed my ship to the coast of South America and laid waste to the Spanish treasure fleets. Some fights I won, others were close calls, but needless to say, your flag has gained quite the reputation. And if you look into the harbor, you will notice a brand new ship that I commandeered, all loaded down with the finest of swag. You have done well, mate. I have a mind to make you my second in command. Thanks, ye captain. But first, how about you second shipmate? What adventures did ye set upon? Captain, I knew ye were cunning, fearsome, and all around not a nice guy. Aye, aye. So what's your point? Well, sir, I was afeard of letting you down. So I sailed to the Everglades and hid my ship amongst the foliage. And so there she be, just like the day you gave her to me. You mean... Ye just sat in a swamp for an entire year! I mean, we did other stuff. Wrote a few sea shanties and the like. Wanna hear some? No, I don't want to hear any shanties, you lover! I want treasure! Doubloons! Bullion! You could have rented out my boat to whalers and at least made me a few coins, but you couldn't be bothered. First shipmate? Aye, Captain? Take this swab ship for your own. I know you'll get more use out of it than this washroom. What about me? What's my reward? Oh, you'll get what you have coming to you. What's your opinion on Killhole? The moral is that God has given us his gifts so that we can use them to spread his love to the rest of the world. If we are faithful with even the little things that he gives us, then we can be sure that he will be pleased with us and give us even more. But if we aren't willing to use what he has given us to love others, then even the stuff he has given to us will be taken away. You're looking a little worried, Pete. I was noticing the same thing, Tabitha. Oh, oh really? Sorry. I guess I was just thinking about the pirate story we acted out earlier. Yeah? Is there anything I can help you understand? Not really. I mean, it all made sense. Usually the moral is a little hard to understand, but I don't know. I guess I never thought of God like a mean pirate captain. Yeah, I thought God was a nice guy. Maybe a little stern, but doesn't the Bible say he's patient and loving? Of course it does, Kyle. And though I get where you're coming from, the Bible uses this example to show if we can't get away with being lazy with another person's things, we certainly need to be even more responsible with God's things. Oh, great. What's the matter, Kyle? Eh, it just seems that the older I get, the more responsibility I find out I'm supposed to have. <laughs> that is a feature of growing up, I'm afraid. It's not funny, Mr. Jacobs. I've got to be responsible for my room, my homework, my fish tank, the way I talk how I spend my money. And now, from what you've been talking about today, I find out I need to be responsible for every second of every day too? That's crazy! You have a goldfish? Mm, it does seem a little much, doesn't it? That's why in Ecclesiastes 7, God tells us to relax. Sure, we need to be responsible with the talents, things, and times he's given us. 
but he also wants us to live at peace, trusting in his kindness and serving him because we love him. And in Matthew 11, Jesus tells us that he will help us live for God so we don't have to do it alone. He lets us rest and will be helping us every step of the way. Well, I must admit, that does make me feel a little better. So does that clear things up for you, Peter? Yeah, but now I have another question. What's that? You want to see my fish tank, don't you? Yeah. All right, we can go. I've got to feed them anyway. See you guys later. Bye. So, now that all of their questions are answered, how much, Lionel? Hmm? How much? You will tell me how much I'm going to pay you for taking the time to record all of these discs. How about a lifetime of debt? (laughs) Yeah, right. I'll have to think on that one. Well, why you think? Mind turning off the radio? I suppose I can manage that. 